Welcome to episode 150 of the TDR Now podcast. We are the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia. Um, that includes Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, Shanghai Disneyland, and what other theme parks might pop up in the future. Who knows? Um, we are coming to you directly from Japan, and you can find us at so so many places. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com, that's the main hub, at Twitter, and on Instagram at tdrexplorer, on Pinterest, at Facebook, at facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. If you basically search tdrexplorer, um, you'll probably find us. I'm one of your hosts, Patricia. I take photographs, I uh, go watch parades, and I live next to Tokyo Disney Resort. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at dreamsweetslove and... Here is the ever, ever handsome and dapper and cute and busy, Chris. Chris, what's going on? <laughs> busy, yeah, busy, yeah. Keeping, keeping busy. That's I'm. Al- I'm always up to something, aren't I? You are. Well, same with you. You have so same many with you. adventures. You're, you're always doing something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we did talk about my adventures in the U.S. last episode. That was fun. I love it. That was good fun. Episode one forty nine. But yes, I am one of your other hosts, Chris, chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And besides gallivanting through the U.S., uh, <laughs> I'm also the one eating all the seasonal food in the parks. I eat a lot of food. And if you want to watch me eat food, uh, you can do so by watching our YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> all under TDR Explorer on YouTube. You can go and check those out. And... Well, when this episode comes out, we're going to be, it's going to be close to Christmas. So I'm going to have Christmas food videos, all that fun stuff. I can't wait for that. I can't believe we're at episode 150. Yeah. That is crazy. Have we, like, that is really crazy. Like, I don't know. Have we, we started, time traveled or something? How did we get we here? S- we started this, what, three years ago? No, three, four years ago. 2014? I don't even know. It was 2014, 2015. Oh my goodness, we're getting old. We can't even remember. We can't, what we we can't remember podcast. anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a while. It's been a while, and, and man, who could, who would have thought? 150 episodes. Well, like there's more than 150 because we had a couple bonus ones and all that fun stuff. That is crazy. But it really is. It's been so great, and I'm I'm so it grateful to all the people who listen. It's crazy. People are listening to this. Hey guys, thank you for listening. But yeah, it's incredible. And hopefully we have another 150 more to come. Heck yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> but uh, so before we get on with the show, we want to talk really quickly about uh, Patreon. So thank you to everyone who is already contributing to us on Patreon. Thank you so, so much. You do help keep the show running. Seriously. When Patricia's microphone broke... We were able to cover that with the pledges from Patreon. So you guys literally keep the show going. Literally. You guys fixed it. So thank you. <laughs> so it really does help out the show. And if you would like to pre- pledge to us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash TDR now. And how it works is you pledge a certain amount and you'll also get a monthly reward. And you can change this reward or sorry, you can change this pledge at any time. So you don't have to keep the same level every month. So you're not locked in forever to the same level. You can you can move it up. You can move it down, whatever you feel like. And just to highlight one of our 
perks or one of our rewards is the $75 level. And you get to tell us what to eat and we'll review it. So all you got to do is just bump up that pledge to $75. And then once it goes through, you can tell us what to eat and everything. And then afterwards, you can bump it back down to your regular pledge. So you don't have to continue doing $75 every month. I mean, you can if you want, but I understand if you don't want to. <laughs> I totally get it. Um, and I know we mentioned this in the last episode, but we, d- we did have a pledge for the $75. And we're going to be going to the Teddy Roosevelt Lounge in the next couple of weeks here. We set the date and Patricia and I are going to go and uh, drink $75 worth of alcohol Woo-hoo! at the Teddy Roosevelt Lounge. It's so exciting, you guys. <laughs> Patricia is very excited (laughs) and we purposely waited for the Christmas season to start because it starts on November 8th and we get to try the Christmas cocktails. So that's going to be good. So stay tuned for that episode. It's going to be fun. And you guys (laughs) who are receiving the bonus episode, this Halloween's bonus episode is going to be amazing. You know, Chris and I love scary things. We're going to be talking about all things spooky. So check it out. Yeah. And also at the $15 level is the bonus episode. So every month you'll get a special bonus episode and you also get access to all the backlogged bonus episodes as well. And we have a lot of backlog episodes, bonus episodes where we just kind of talk about whatever and it's uncensored too, so don't listen to it with the kids. <laughs> There's a couple uh, inappropriate words here and there sometimes. So anyway, that's enough about Patreon. Patreon.com slash TDR now. Any bit helps. It really does. And we cannot thank you enough for everyone that is already pledging. Okay, so let's get on with the show. Of course, we're gonna, we, we have some news. And we're going to talk about in the parks. But the biggest thing we're going to talk about today on our 100th. 100th and 50 episode is one of the biggest questions that we get asked constantly is when should you visit? And we're going to break it down into different parks. So when to visit Tokyo Disney Resort, when to visit Hong Kong Disneyland, when to visit Shanghai Disneyland, when to visit Universal Studios Japan. We're going to tell you the best times, the worst times, and how long you should visit each of these parks. So this is going to be a really good episode. I'm excited for this. So let's just uh, let's just get into it. <laughs> so we have some news, right? We do. Did you see the, Did you see these costumes? Wait, what? So okay, so uh, Mickey is uh, <gasps> Mickey, Minnie are turning ninety, right? Yeah. And there's some special costumes coming out. Um, unfortunately, it's not coming to Tokyo Disney Resort. There's no mention of that, so I don't think we're getting it. But there's these like confetti colored garments costumes that mickey mini are going to be getting and they're going to be at shanghai and hong kong disneyland i like Minnie's outfit mickey's outfit oh no <laughs> it looks like someone like threw paintballs on them or something like pretty much <laughs> like splatter. um so at hong kong disneyland um it's going to start on november 18th and it's going to be uh, the wording sounds, uh, I'm pretty sure the wording of the press release said the Mickey Minnie new outfits will be a permanent addition to the We Love Mickey show at Hong Kong Disneyland. So I guess Minnie Mouse is going to show up in that show now, too, because before it was only Mickey. Oh. 
So it sounds like Minnie is also going to make an appearance. Um, the We Love Mickey show happens in the evenings. And it's in lieu of fireworks because there's no fireworks show right now in Hong Kong because they're redoing the castle, right? Mm-hmm. And the show is temporary. Like, it's not going to be there forever. So I guess it makes sense to have the costumes there for now. It's a good draw. I like it. And then for Shanghai Disneyland, they're only going to show up on November 18th in the park, and that's it, in those costumes. That's fine. A little odd, but whatever. It's like a special then, thing, you know. Yeah. I, I guess it, it makes it more special, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And they're they're also going to show up in the Disney Cruise Line, Disneyland, and Walt Disney World next year sometime. But that doesn't matter because we're talking about the Asian parks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we, we have information on the website too, if you want to go check that out and really quickly, uh, we finally have confirmation, I guess, for the winter events for 2019. So the 35th anniversary happiest celebration grand finale starts on January 11th through March 25th and we're getting more merchandise. So there's going to be grand finale merchandise, there's food and the Dreaming Up Parade, which is the new parade that just debuted this year, they're going to be doing a special show stop for the show. Huh. So that's going to be cute. I'll take it. And then <laughs> it's better than nothing, right? <laughs> better than nothing. Um, and then, of course, we have the Pixar Playtime is coming back for that time frame. Yay. You know, <laughs> Pixar Playtime is one of those things where it's not better than nothing. <laughs> well okay so here's a little secret okay um well it's it's kind of a secret but not really a secret um in the newest disney fan magazine which is only in japanese um it has dates for the winter events in 2020 Uh and it says for when I, i don't have the dates in front of me um there's a new event coming to disneyland in the winter and it, ju- it just says new like new program so don't know what that is i don't know either i don't know what that would be it's so hard to predict right now <laughs> what the yeah. will they bring back christmas castle shows i don't know <laughs> <laughs> well anyway yeah time will tell and then uh we have duffy's heartwarming days is also coming back for that time frame and we're getting Tower Terror Unlimited? Okay, I want to know what this is. What does that mean? They don't say. It just sounds like level 13, the curse of, or like the return of Shikiti or whatever it's called. But, it ha- <laughs> the, the, but it's supposed to have randomized sequences, which I thought the other one did. I mean, it has a different name, so it has to be different, right? Yeah, so there's going to be, they probably have different effects and stuff in it. So... Essentially, Tower Terror Unlimited, they're changing up the sequence of the drops, and it sounds like they're going to add different effects and stuff for the ride um, and make it more, quote-unquote, more intense. And this is running from January 7th until March 20th, 2019. I'll write it. I'm going to do it. So that's fun. Yeah. Let's do it, Chris. I kind of like when they do that. Let's do it after we go drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We'll do it before and after, and we'll compare. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, in the parks. Did you go to the parks? I did. What? Okay, what did you do? 
Um, I recorded, I recorded a lot of video actually, so I did and took pictures. Uh, my mind drew away for a second. <laughs> um, I recorded the Mickey, the 90 years with Mickey merchandise, which is really cute, by the way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The pins and the tote bag sold out already. Yeah. And I don't know if they're coming back. It's all right. They'll make more merch. Yeah. Um, I, a lot of people are asking me when that merch will be available until they don't really say, but like, the decorations, like the three decorations they're putting up for Mickey's birthday, say they run from November 2nd until 30th. So I'm guessing they should keep the merch till at least the end of November. Mm-hmm. Hard to say. I only think once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. Because it's, it's a small line of merch. Yeah. Like it's not huge. Well, unless you want to buy a replica of Mickey's chair from his house for five grand or whatever it is no did you see that i don't need that (laughs) (laughs) you have to like enter to win the chance to buy it because they only have so many or something like that it's literally a chair like a big comfy chair that is from mickey's house in toontown i don't i don't want mickey's chair it's kind of ugly mickey's taste in furniture is not that good (laughs) (laughs) no but it's cool that they're doing that, but it's four thousand, five thousand dollars. That's a lot of money for an ugly chair. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Anyway, um, I did that, and I also um, wait. Did you enter? Oh no! Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> like I have that kind of money lying around for a chair. I wish. Oh my God. Um, and I I, I recorded uh, the construction. There's a lot of of, of movement with the construction. There is. Like, there's a lot going on. Um, It looks like part of the castle is starting to come up. The Beauty and the Beast castle. Ooh, exciting. You you can see, like, the... They're not called pillars. What are the things called? Um, Towers? I guess, yeah. The towers are starting to go up. So you can see, like, the outlines of them. And the theater is coming along. Um... The Baymax attraction, if they're still doing that, because we haven't heard any, like they haven't said anything about the Fantasyland stuff and Tomorrowland stuff since they announced it like a long time ago. Yeah, they've been very quiet about it. So stuff could change. They could change stuff on us because they've done it in the past. I mean, I feel like it would be kind of late to announce we're not doing something, right? Yeah. Because it's supposed to be a Baymax attraction, which is essentially like Mater's Junkyard Jamboree or the the um, Alien Saucer something. Yeah, I haven't thing. seen anything about that going on, but it's supposed, supposed to, be a, to be there. Yeah, and there's supposed to be a popcorn like restaurant they're, kind of thing. They're keeping that popcorn store because they're advertising it with the Castle Show. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> Buy popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of popcorn. Um and yeah, the Disney Sea expansion—they're just laying the foundation still. Yeah, not like it's just there. <laughs> still, don't know how the layout of that area is going to look, but they're 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 moving along. Well, they have until twenty twenty two, so they got to get a move on. I feel like once that. they get that foundation done, it tends to move rather quickly. Yeah, I think so. And uh, soaring, soaring—I should say—it's called. So- I keep calling it soaring, but it's called soaring. Fantastic flight, 
scaffolding is slowly starting to come down on that too. It looks good. It does look good. It looks really good. Like not, I, I wasn't worried that it wasn't going to look good, but now to finally see it, I'm like that that fits nicely in the Mediterranean Harbor. Yeah, I'm so excited about Soren. Soaring. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think we're just going to call it Soren. Everyone's just going to call it that. You know. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be fun, I think. And it's going to be nice to see how it changes the wait times. For sure. Especially with Toy Story. <laughs> maybe maybe Toy Story, the line would be bearable. I mean, wouldn't you know it would be the worst case scenario if like both Toy Story and Soaring have like high wait times and this, the other attractions get slightly lower? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Anyway, that that's all I really did in the park. And I met up with some friends as well. Um, what did you do? I went shopping at the hotel because I didn't want to go in the park. And then um, the, the weeks before we went to the park, we did all the Halloween stuff and everything. Although we haven't done Disney Sea yet, so we have to get a move on with that. I'm going to go to the parks on Halloween Day, actually. Oh, good idea. I'm going to meet with a girlfriend and hopefully have some fun. Uh, not much has changed, or nothing, I think, has changed with the the Villains show from last year. So I didn't watch it last year, so it'll be new to me. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> it's new to you. That's good. You'll enjoy it. It's it's good fun. Uh, and then, yeah, right, right after that, we're right into Christmas. Woo! Jingle bells! <laughs> woo! Woo! Okay, so... Uh, Wait, okay. I wanted to talk what? to you about this. Oh, what? So, uh, what's going on with the Christmas tree at Disneyland? Where are they going to put that? I don't know. I forgot to read up on that. Right? It was bothering me. I was looking at it the other day when we went for Halloween. I was like, wait a minute. There's a, this there's tree? a thing there. Where are they going to put the tree? Mm, I don't think they ever really said. It's got to go somewhere, right? They can't not have like a ginormous Christmas tree, right? Hmm. I guess we'll find out on November 1st. <laughs> Exciting. Because they're going to have to put that up pretty quickly. True. Yeah. Okay, so uh, before we move on into our main topic, I want to plug our ebooks. Our lovely, lovely ebooks. So if you're planning a trip to Tokyo, Disney Resort, or Universal Studios Japan, we have two ebooks that make your trip planning so, so much easier. It's ridiculous. Our Tokyo Disney Resort ebook, two hundred over two hundred pages of delicious trip planning advice. I like how you call it delicious. <laughs> delicious, it's so good. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I don't. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, and uh, we've sold. We've now sold over fifteen hundred copies. Fifteen hundred. That's amazing. That is ridiculous. So 1,500 explorers have decided to make their trip planning easier. So if you haven't picked up your copy for the, of the TDR Explorer Guide to Tokyo Disney Resort, you can get yours at tdrexplorer.com slash ebook. Again, that's tdrexplorer.com slash ebook. And we also have our Universal Studios Japan Guide, which just came out a few months ago. No, like a month ago. And... Same thing. It's about 190 pages. Delicious pages. <laughs> Let me tell you, there's not a lot on USJ out there. And no. um, we're going in the summer again this year. So we're going to have to check your advice for sure. Oh, yeah. 
So you can get your copy over at on our website too. It's at, it's at trexplore.com. You can just click on the travel guides page and you'll both of the books will be there and they're both available for 9.99 US each or if you want to buy both of them you can save 20% and get them both for 15.98. Oh, even better. Okay, so save yourselves yeah, so a you headache, go. get these books and make your life easier. Exactly. And also when you do buy the books, uh we do provide free updates to the current edition. So we've done one free update already for the TDR book, and I'm sure we'll do one for the USJ book. Probably not right away here because the book just came out. <laughs> so it has pretty up-to-date information. But uh, before we, we release the second edition, I'm sure we'll have a couple uh, updates for the book. So when you do buy the books, make sure you sign up for the newsletter so you do get notified of those updates. Otherwise, you won't get the updates unfortunately, because I have no way to contact you. <laughs> so make sure you give us our email or give us your email, <laughs> our email. <laughs> okay. Anyway, eBooks, get them on our website, trxpro.com. Click on travel guides. You'll find them there. Perfect. Thank you. Go get them. Okay. Enough of that. Let's get into when to visit the Disney parks and universal parks in Asia. That's the question, right? I'll tell you right now, I always visit at the bad times, so don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of do too now. I'm always there at the peak season, summer when it's hot, because that's when my child is out of school. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, I'll tell you right now, avoid that time. But you know what? For, you're on for vacation, all the and, and you're going to have fun no matter what. But there are better times to visit, so let's let's do this. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess for you and I, since we're, well, we're obviously local to Tokyo Disney Resort, and sort of, we're kind of close to Hong Kong and Shanghai, so we can kind of pop over there mm-hmm. much easier. It's not a 15-hour flight for us. Oh, it's, my God, yeah. It's a two-and-a-half-hour flight to Shanghai or a four-and-a-half-hour flight to Hong Kong, so it's not that bad for us, so we can kind of go more frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, like, one of the great things about living in Asia. We have three Disney resorts, like, right there it's quite it's kind of nice and i'm sure there's other listeners that do live in asia too and they can probably agree with us not to you know boast or anything like that but yeah (laughs) um okay so let's start with shanghai how does that sound okay so So when when to visit i hear september early september is what people tell me yeah september's a good time to visit um it's not too hot. I haven't been in September, but um, it's not too hot. There's nothing really crazy going on. Yeah. Um, in terms of like holidays or anything like that. So, yeah, it's a pretty good time. And I don't think typhoons really make their way up there. All that up much is down here. No, no. And um, in terms of pollution, I think that's one of the lower times of, in the air pollution, which is good. Right, right, right. I keep, forgetting about, I keep forgetting about the pollution in Shanghai. That is actually... That's like a legit problem up there, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so let's talk about the best times to visit Shanghai Disneyland. So before that, um, I would say like for spending time there, two days minimum. Yeah. For Shanghai, it's a big part. Doing it one day, yeah, one day is not enough. No. You're gonna be, you're gonna run yourself to the ground. You'll be crying at the end of the day. Don't don't do it. Two, at least two days. There's, yeah, at least minimum two days at that park. 
I know that like, you're, you're probably thinking, oh, it's one park and do it in a day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you can, but I'd advise against it. Yeah. Like, really, unless you had no choice. And, like, so, this is coming from people that know, like, how to do theme parks, and it, one day is not enough. Like, even if you're no. going, like, hardcore, it's not enough. Yeah, you're going to be very tired. Yeah. Trust me. So, yeah, two days. So, some of the best times to visit... Um, yeah, September, October, November, December, like those are pretty good times. Um, cause you get to hit Halloween and Christmas, which is, you know, popular And Shanghai's, they've just done their second Halloween mm-hmm. and they're going to be doing their second Christmas. So those events are just going to get better with time. I think. True. Uh, I did Christmas last year. I was there in November and it was cute. Like it, it, it doesn't. It's nowhere near as fleshed out, I would say, like Hong Kong or Tokyo. Mm-hmm. But it made sense. it was their first Christmas. I wasn't expecting Tokyo level type of stuff. No, 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 not not at the not the first year. Yeah, so you know, September, October, November, December, and the weather's pretty mild. It does start to get a little cold in November and December, and by cold I mean, um, like. In the teens, in terms of Celsius, like between 10 and 20, I think. Uh, I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. It's, I always run into this problem. Like, I don't know how to convert that. It's like 70s in the 70s, right? Okay. It's comfortable. So that's comfortable. And it's not humid either. Yeah. Which is nice. Um, March is another good time to visit after Chinese New Year's. <laughs> yes. Don't go during Chinese New Year. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, and May, May is also a good time to visit, too. May is kind of universal across the board True. for the most part. So May is a good time to visit. Um, let's talk about the worst times. <laughs> That's when I went. <laughs> Chinese New Year. Do not go during Chinese New Year. Please. Trust me. You, you will. You will not enjoy You'll yourself. You'll cry. You'll cry. <laughs> um, and keep in mind, Chinese New Year changes every year. So it's usually between end of Jan- end of January, between end of January and end of February. So it, it does change every year. Um, so for 2019, uh, February 4th through 10th. And also keep in mind that winter holidays for school children in China is usually um, 15 days before and after Chinese New Year as well. So... Leading up and just after, it's going to be a little busy as well with, you know, kids off of of school. So, yeah, January, February, and some of March, depending on where Chinese New Year lands, um, don't go. (laughs) It's going to be busy. Very busy. Um, And then, of course, June through August is kind of universal for all the parks. You know, school holidays and heat. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's just Shanghai doesn't get as humid as like Hong Kong, but it's still pretty bad. It's not as humid, but everything gets really grimy. Yeah, that's a good way to describe like, it. Like I can still, I have like, I still have PTSD from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you well, that was a year ago now uh-huh. that you went and did that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like how you laugh evilly. <laughs> 
Well, like you did that for the experience, so you can tell people not to go there during go. that time. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you will be knee deep in garbage. There will be <sighs> urine everywhere. The the handrails will be sticky. I don't even know what that was. You'll have other people's body fluids on you. It's not oh a good time God. to go. Don't do it. Go in September. Early September. It's right <laughs> there. It's so close. Except I hear it's night and day, and there's so much less people, and the skies are still blue. So go in early September. Jeez. <laughs> um, and then... I guess uh, a good note for October, because I know we said October is a good time to visit, but make sure you avoid National Day, which is their version of Golden Week oh my God. in China. And that is typically October 1st through 7th. So it's going to be busy because everyone is off. So first week of October, do not go. Avoid that. And usually Halloween, the last two years, Halloween has not started at the beginning of October. Oh, no. No, I'm wrong. Halloween is on. Um, it starts in September. I keep forgetting that. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's going to be busy during that time. So avoid that at all costs, please. Um, and then, of course, there's a good rule of thumb, and this applies to all parks, uh, but it's worth mentioning. Avoid public holidays and weekends. It's a you know, pretty good rule of thumb. Try and visit midweek, like Tuesday through Thursday. Or even Friday in some cases. Yeah. Um, just check the public holidays before you decide on what days you're going to visit. So do that. So um, I'll put a link in the show notes so you can check uh, the Chinese public holidays, also the Hong Kong public holidays, and also the Japan public holidays. So that'll help you uh, decide when to go. So I know we said two days minimum in the park. And then for a lot of us, uh, or a lot of other explorers, you may be wanting to explore outside the park. Yes, you should. Um, so for Shanghai itself, I would say two days. Yeah, Shanghai, is so oh, there's so much to do, though. I would say two days there minimum, is. yeah. Yeah, two days minimum for Shanghai. Um, and I know a lot of people have been asking about tacking on, like, the Great Wall. Just keep in mind the Great Wall is not near Shanghai. It's more north. Yeah, I was about to say, wait a minute. <laughs> it's a little further than that. So if you're planning on that, um, yeah, it's gonna you're you're gonna have to plan a much longer trip to go and do the Great Wall because I know a lot of people want to do that as well. Yeah. Which I haven't done yet. I need to go do the Great Wall of China. I need to go do that. I hear. Okay, so I have a friend, and I've heard for some from some other friends that there's like um, these unofficial tours that will kind of take you places you're not supposed to go. Oh, I don't know how safe they are, but they said it was really good and it wasn't crowded at all. But that's just what I hear. I've never done it. It's like the Wild West in China. It really is. It's it really so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Anything goes there. Anything goes. You know, where Japan is very, you know, strict on the rules and everything's by the book. Yeah. China is just like, do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Just don't hurt anyone. Um, and also near Sh- um, near Shanghai, there's the, the water towns, which we really wanted to do last time and we just didn't have time. Right. I want to do that too, and I, yeah, we ran out of time. Uh, that was on my list. There's also another uh, theme park that's opening. Um, the name is escaping me right now, but it's supposed to be the rival for Shanghai Disneyland. Oh, that's exciting! So that could be something else to look into. So I'll, I'll I'll do some more research, and maybe we can bring that up in a future episode because that'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they're 
last I read, I think they're just starting trial operations. This was like last month I was reading, so it could be open by now for all I know. Um, so that's kind of cool. What kind of theme park is it? Uh, I'm supposed to have rides. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I didn't really read too much into it. I really did. I need to, I need to go back and read. I'm really bad at bringing stuff up and I'm like, wait, I didn't really read too much about it. So I can't really say much. I kind of love it. It's very fun. <laughs> but yeah, there's another theme park there. So yeah, that's good fun. Good fun. Uh, so to recap really quick, minimum two days at Shanghai Disneyland, minimum two days in the city. Oh, and make sure when you go to Shanghai, make sure you check out the, the Disney stores. There's two Disney stores. Um, there's also one of the world's largest Starbucks oh, is in Shanghai now. Really? I, I think they I think they've opened other branches since then. But I know earlier, I think last spring, uh, there's like a gigantic Starbucks that opened in Shanghai too. Oh. So that's really cool. Um, and of course, like there's other there's tons of other stuff to do in Shanghai, like Shanghai, go check out like the Water Town and the Pearl. Uh, I was gonna say Pearl Harbor, the Pearl Tower. Um, there's there's tons to do in Shanghai, and I know a lot of people worry about Shanghai. Shanghai um, was cool. I we had no problems yeah. there, and we were with, with a child. Yeah, like I, I would say I, I never felt unsafe. Mm-hmm, I agree. In Shanghai. And the best thing to do is just ignore people if they come up to you and asking you to buy stuff or whatever, because it happens. I mean, that's the same in any city, right? Whether you're yeah. in Paris or New York or Shanghai or like Tokyo doesn't happen that much. But, you know, every once in a while, someone will come up and don't talk. Don't talk to strangers. Yeah, essentially. Just don't bother with that. <laughs> OK, so that's Shanghai Disneyland and Shanghai, the city. Let's let's uh, move Move down from Shanghai down to Hong Kong. Man, I could just live in Hong Kong. So I've had people ask me, like, they said, so if you didn't live in Tokyo, where else would you live in Asia? And I said, Hong Kong. Yeah. I would live in Hong Kong. I agree. I just, Hong Kong is so, it's such an ultra modern city, but then there's also parts of it that are just like so, like... I want to say gritty, but in a good way. Like it's, I don't know. I just, I, I like the, I like the vibe. It's very vibrant. Of Hong Kong. There's culture. There's really amazing museums. There's amazing history. There's amazing nature. People always talk about the city, but there's actually a lot of really interesting nature, including this geological park, which we're dying to go to, which we haven't been to yet, but we would love to go there on our next trip. You know, there's just so much to see and do. In such a small area yeah like so like obviously i love tokyo i've been here for five years now i love living in tokyo there's just so much to do but at like i guess one of the downsides is there is so much to do (laughs) it's overwhelming right (laughs) are we are we talking leisure or work because i feel like it's probably work for me both (laughs) there is both yeah Yeah, it is both i feel like tokyo is like work hard play hard like an equal balance and hong kong is kind of yeah i don't know i don't know i haven't lived there so i can't say like living life but it's fun to hard to say it's good fun yeah okay so let's talk about hong kong here uh so let's first we'll we'll talk about disneyland of course um two days minimum i'd say you can do it in one day comfortably 
But I prefer at least two days at Hong Kong, Disneyland. I agree. I think you should savor it because it's just such an enjoyable park. It's not like Tokyo where it's go, 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 go. It's not like Shanghai Disneyland where it's so big and there's so much to do and it's insanity. It's like a really enjoyable park. You can take your time. The lines aren't too crazy. The atmosphere is nice. The cast is fun to interact with. It's just a really enjoyable place. I agree 100% with that. It's just, it's leisurely. It's very leisurely compared to the other two parks. Yeah. And I think, yeah, two days minimum for that. You can do three. You could. You could. That's kind of pushing it. Maybe three and, and a half. Like, two and a half. Two and a half would be perfect. Two and a half is, yeah. Four days, you probably don't really need to do four I would, days. I wouldn't do four days. There's, there's no, too like, much to do in the city that you could be doing instead. Yeah, for sure. You can spend that day doing something else and tons more in the city. Because Hong Kong itself is definitely worth visiting. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so two days minimum at the park um best time to visit um i would say i would say october through december september is still really hot yeah like uncomfortably hot october is still pretty hot as well um it can get up to like the high 20s like 27 28 degrees celsius Mm -hmm. what's that like 80 something 80 in the 80s yeah and still pretty humid um, but their Halloween event is worth going for. If their Halloween event is worth melting for. There you go. I would melt for it. I, that's the one thing that we haven't done and I really, really want to do in Hong Kong. We've been there in the summer and we've been there mm-hmm. in the winter. Winter is also really beautiful. I really want to go in this in the in uh, for autumn for Halloween, but it's uh, the school schedule. We haven't been able to do it yet. Yeah. Halloween. Their Halloween is really gr- good. Really great. Um, much different. Than the other parks. Yeah. Around the world, right? Sure. It's darker. I like it. Yeah. Oh, and I guess one thing to mention, this, this is for all the Asian parks. Um, there is no separate ticketed event for Halloween or Christmas. How awesome so know, is that? Know I, you know, you don't have to buy a separate ticket, which is crazy because in the U.S. parks, you have like the day price and then you have the party ticket, which is not even a full day, but it's practically a full day price, which is insane. Yeah. So... You don't have to do that here. <laughs> it's all included in your park ticket because the stuff happens all day mm-hmm. for the most part. But yeah, Halloween is great. Um, I haven't done Christmas yet at Hong Kong. I'm hoping to do it this year. Um, I need to figure that out. Um, so yeah, October through December. And then also March through May is also really nice. So March... Um, they should still have their Chinese New Year event happening in March, which is really nice to see because it's like really like traditional Chinese New Year stuff. Same with um, Shanghai. It's just really nice to see that part, like something really cultural I agree. in the Disney park. So I think it's it's something that I just I love seeing it. I think it's so fun. And the character costumes are so cool. The merchandise yeah. is amazing. Hong Kong is all about character greetings. Yes. Like if you if you love characters and getting your photos with characters, you have to go to Hong Kong because they like they really emphasize characters there. They really do. Um so yeah, March through May, April and May, the weather is nice and comfortable and it's not super humid yet either. Mm-hmm. Which is really nice. Um and then the worst times to visit, of course, Chinese New Year. Yeah. 
So just like um, just like Shanghai Disneyland, it's a celebrated at the same time. Um, so a lot of mainland guests will come to Hong Kong as well. So that just adds to the, you know, it being busy. Um, I've never gone during Chinese New Year, but I've had friends that have, and they said it's very unpleasant. I've seen videos of like the first, mm-hmm. yeah, the first Chinese New Year when the park was open. There was people like being pushed over the gate. It was insanity. Yeah, I've never been, <laughs> and I don't plan to go during Chinese New Year. Um, and then for Hong Kong, June through September, it is hot. It is humid. Like I'm talking 80, 90% humidity. Yeah. And 35 to 38 degrees Celsius, which is 100 and something. It feels like home. It's just, it's it's <laughs> not pleasant at all. And it's typhoon season. Oh, yeah. And that's not good. And they actually had to close no. in the park this year, didn't they? For one of the days. Yeah. So Hong Kong more often than not, or I shouldn't say more often than not. It, Hong Kong on occasion during typhoons will actually, the park will actually close. Yeah. So you have to keep that in mind too. So... Obviously, if that happens, there's not much they can do. Um, so if you're worried about typhoons and stuff, um, it's probably best to avoid that time if you can. Agree. It's like Especially- it's like Florida in hurricane season. Like, it's hot and humid anyway. And if you're not coming from a climate where you're used to that, it's going to be a nightmare. And then on top of that, to have to deal with a storm... You don't want to deal with that. It's it's terrible. So, you know, watch out for that. And I think a lot of people forget about that sometimes. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, two days minimum at Hong Kong Disneyland. And then I would say spend more time in the city. Heck, yeah. Like three to four days. You can easily do three to four days. Easily. Or even tack on, tack on a fifth day and head over to Macau. Mm-hmm. I love Macau, by the way. My husband think, wanted yeah, to we, go and we didn't go. We did, yeah. We yeah, we talked about that a few episodes ago, right? Yeah. About my trip there, Macau is so. I don't know. I just I just really like it. <laughs> it's it's like a cleaner version of Vegas, if that makes any sense. <laughs> that makes sense. It's really weird, um, and they just opened up the world's longest oversea or like overwater bridge That's that pretty. connects Hong Kong to Macau. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know why they would build that because typically you just take a ferry, which takes under an hour. But now you can drive. But to drive, you can't drive. It's like public transportation type stuff. So you have to like take a bus or like a taxi, huh. which is odd. But I may have to give that a try next time I'm over there. It's got to be included in some kind of tour or something. Probably. I'm sure. Like, yeah, it just opened not that long ago, like a few weeks ago, I think. So not that long ago. Um, yeah, you can easily spend three to four days in Hong Kong itself. Um, there's also Ocean Park in Hong Kong. Have you been to Ocean Park? I have not. It's fun. Um, I mean, like, a, it's like a the, like a theme park, the, like, a, like a normal, like a carnival park, right? Yeah, it's an amusement park, I would say. Yeah. More than a theme, but theme park. Um, there is, like, animals, so it's kind of like half zoo. So there's animals there. So if like, you're into that, is it like a nice zoo, or is it like really depressing, like Ueno Zoo? It's a nice zoo. Like the animals aren't like walking in circles because they're upset or anything, right? 
Not that I remember. Okay. They they had a big they had a big emphasis on pandas. That's cool. I want to see pandas. Which is cute. I feel like man, I can't go to Uenozu anymore because it's so freaking depressing. It's, <laughs> I, it's terrible. Even big though. concrete jungle. It's like a concrete. I know. And the panda bear is like famous for pacing back and forth and back and forth because they're stressed out. You know, it's terrible. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, for Ocean Park, um, there's a lot of carnival rides. So if you've been to, like, any type of carnival, a lot of the rides there are kind of like, eh. Yeah. Uh, but there's a couple roller coasters that are really nice. Okay, so it has good coasters. That's cool. Coasters yeah. and pandas. And, and it has a really, it has a gorgeous view. So the park is, like, split into two. Mm-hmm. There's a lower part of the park. Then there's, like, the upper part of the park. And the upper part of the park is above like it looks over the water and everything okay it is really beautiful especially on a clear day okay so maybe we'll give it a try i want to do the geological park for sure next time we go Mm. but if we have time yeah i guess we should try ocean park yeah it's definitely going or it's definitely worth going for one day okay or even like you don't really have to go for a full day we went for half a day and we felt like we that was more than enough okay okay (laughs) like if you're not riding all the rides and you definitely don't need a full day um they had some kind of water show like evening water show but it wasn't running when we were there last all right so i don't know if it's still there it might be just like seasonal they do um a halloween event and they have a lot of Sanrio characters like Hello Kitty in them. That's kind of cool. And they are like they're dressed up in Halloween costumes and stuff. So that's cute. And yeah, there's there's tons of other things to do in Hong Kong. Like you can do the the Nyang Ping 360, which is like the cable car that goes up to the big Buddha. Uh eat at Tim Ho Wan a million times. <laughs> it's so yummy. <laughs> so good. Um yeah. We 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 can go on about that. Uh, about Hong Kong. But yeah, there's tons to do in the city. Uh, much more than Hong Kong Disneyland. So mm-hmm. I would say plan plan Hong Kong Disneyland around your Hong Kong trip. Exactly. Probably a better way to do it. I agree. Yeah. And Hong Kong is so, like, it's such a leisurely park. You don't really, like, even if you find yourself going on a Saturday or Sunday, it's not that bad. No, it's not. Like, I've been on the weekends there, and I'm kind of like, oh, okay. Like, the wait times did get up. Like, Mystic Manor was like 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Okay. And I mean, and I know you you guys are listening, and you're like, oh, no, you guys are used to Tokyo Disney Resort. And it's like, no, it is really, really leisurely. Like, even comparing to, like, the U.S. parks and stuff, it's not bad at all. Yeah. So, if you want a leisurely experience, you go to Hong Kong Disneyland. Okay, so we need to move on to Tokyo Disney Resort now. And this, I mean, we can talk about this forever because, you know, it's it's like a back and forth. We live here and it's like, what is the best time? Because it's the best time during events and it's crowded or is it like during... I mean, there's not that many times when there's not events anymore, right? Yeah, we don't really have any like shoulder seasons anymore. No, there's no time when the we... park is pure anymore. It's always with decorations and stuff. We would just go from one event to the other. Like, literally, Halloween ends on the 31st. Christmas stuff goes up on the 1st. Yep. And then the event starts on the 7th. Or, sorry, the 8th. Yeah. Like, so we don't have a lot of time. And then Christmas ends. 
Then we go into New Year's. New Year's ends. We go into the winter events. And it's crazy. Winter events end. Because like even the goods start before the event starts. You know? So the goods sometimes yeah. are sold out before the event has even started. Yeah. It's kind of... It's just like a machine. It is. <laughs> Tokyo Disney Resort is like a machine. It's just like... Okay, event, 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 event. I guess, you know, it's good and bad, I guess. It's, yeah, it's fine. It's it's what it is. <laughs> like, well, you and I are so used to it now. It's kind of, yeah. Um, anyway, back to the task at hand. Okay. Uh, so, Tokyo Disney Resort, how many days? Three to four days minimum. Yeah, I would say three days is fine. Yeah. Especially now. The event, the the, the entertainment is not what it used to be. I would not spend too much time waiting for shows, which means you can focus more on getting attractions and dining and whatever shopping done. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, three to four days. Most people do four. Um, One day is definitely not enough. Two days is Is unless you're really good. Three days is perfect. Three, yeah. Three to four, I'd say. Any more than that, then you're kind of eating into time for other things. You could be doing so Uh, much more. Exactly. So, okay, so the best times to visit, and I, we've talked about this a million times before, but we'll talk about it again. Um, April through May yeah, is one of the better times for, for weather. And also crowds are typically a little lower. Mm-hmm, because yeah, everybody saying, um, is so busy during this time of year, right? Work is starting, new jobs, because there's actually a hiring season in Japan, and that season is spring. People are starting school. So everybody is busy. We don't have time for the parks. Yeah. Except um, Golden Week. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is That's crazy. at the end of end of April to beginning of May. Um, that's when everybody is off. School, off work, everything. And we have something very special or unique that we probably won't see it again in our lifetime that's happening next year. Is uh, We could potentially see a 10-day holiday for Golden Week next year in 2019. Oh my god. Because the emperor is I I tried to say this word but I'm just really terrible at it. That abdication abdicating. Emperor's, yeah, he's abdicating. Abdicating. Meaning he's stepping down. And typically that doesn't happen. Usually Well, they didn't want him to. But yeah. let him live his life, you guys. So like typically they wait till the emperor, like the emperor passes, right. right? And really, like I guess it's like a quick history lesson. And so Japan works on two two systems for years. One is like the one that everyone uses, like the I don't know what, what like the Western calendar, I guess we call it. You know, like like this year's twenty eighteen, right? Right. Everyone knows twenty eighteen, but also they have the Japanese have a different calendar that um, is based off of the emperor, the current era. Yeah. Right now we're in what Heisei, yeah, the Heisei era. So once this era ends, we're going to start over again, and we don't know what the next era is going to be called. That's fun <laughs> when you're filling out forms. Yeah, I, that took me a while to figure out. I was born in Showa sixty. I don't know when I was born. So I was born in the Showa era, and I was born in sixty, the sixtieth year of the Showa era, which is nineteen eighty-five. Okay, so I was born fifty-five. Okay. So, yeah, so, like, filling out forms and stuff, they typically don't use the Western, like, 20-whatever, 1990-whatever. 
you you can't put that on the form. You have to use the era. So I had to learn, like, figure out, I had to remember the kanji for the era that I was born in and then the actual year, like Showa 60. So yeah. <laughs> good fun, good fun. Um, so we could see a potentially longer golden week, which could last from April 27th through May 5th, which is really long. It's really long. I mean, that could be good, though, because if it's longer than people spread out. Here's the worst time to go when you're doing the vacation, like Golden Week or whatever, if you have to go. The last day, it's like everybody in Japan realizes the vacation is about to end. And they're like, no, we have to do something before Golden Week is over. And it is a madhouse the last day or last yeah. two days. Yeah, everyone's like rushing, people right? People freak out. They're like, oh, my God, it's our last chance. So watch out. We gotta go. We gotta go we now. Gotta go. <laughs> My family does this, and I'm like, no, this happens every year, you guys. If we go now, it'll be insanity. <laughs> <sighs> um, and then, so yeah, Golden Week, avoid that. April through May, except Golden Week. Um, yeah, so we don't even know yet if the, if the 10-day Golden Week is happening yet, because no one's decided yet. We're, no one is, like May is coming up like soonish. We're losing the twenty third, Chris. The twenty third <laughs> was kind of like our pre Christmassy. Like I don't even. I'm not even religious, but I just want that day off anyway. You know what I mean? The Emperor's birthday. Emperor's birthday. Yeah. Oh wait, does the Emperor's birthday now change? It's gonna change. We're gonna lose the twenty third. I know. I didn't think of that. Oh my god. Yeah, the twenty third is the Emperor's birthday. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. So now it's going to, whenever the, whoever the new emperor is going to, do we know who the new emperor is yet? Yeah. I don't think. Oh, we do? We do. When's his birthday? It's not, it's not during, it's not during Christmas time. <laughs> oh, I forgot. There, there's so many things about this country that I'm still learning about. Oh my God, <laughs> no. we're going to lose the 23rd, Chris. It's such a I bummer. I didn't know that. I forgot about that. Oh, now I have to update everything again. Oh. Yeah. It's a never ending. ending. Okay, well, I guess we'll keep you posted on that. (laughs) (laughs) I I totally didn't even think of that. Totally. That's weird. Okay. Um, Another good time to visit is uh, January for low crowds if you can stand the cold. It's so cold, you guys. And Urayasu is windy. So not only is it cold, you might be thinking, oh, I can deal with the cold. No, the wind makes it feel colder and it'll blow through any clothes that you're wearing any down jackets and scarves it'll freeze you to the bone so if you layer up you're good yeah so if you you, you visit if you visit right after the new year's event it'll be dead yeah it will for about that for that like one week period it's very quiet Mm -hmm. and then it starts to pick up again because the new events start and also people um, are going back to work. So anytime when people are starting work or going back to school, it usually becomes really dead. For maybe a week, if that. Exactly. And during exam times, too. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes June is a good time to visit. Yeah. Sometimes. It depends. Because some years, like, this is hard to predict, though, is the thing. Some years the rainy season's really bad. Some years it's non-existent the weather patterns have been changing a lot we also get a lot more typhoons and stronger typhoons and they're kind of heading in weirder directions like we got a fairly serious one in the tokyo bay area this year which like i i grew up in florida so i'm used to storms and i got a little concerned i'm like man this is 
This is pretty serious, and we have no shutters. I hope nothing hits our window. Um, so, yeah, you got to watch out with the weather patterns because they have been changing. But it should be okay in June, I want to say. Yeah, because it's not too hot yet, typically. No. In June. Yeah. And they people so, are not on vacation yet, early June, no. right? No, not yet. So that starts in july so i guess moving to worst times of visit july through august yes especially now the worst um it's just like hong kong it's really hot and humid um it's we're not as bad as hong kong but we're still pretty bad this year was pretty nasty because we this had was, heat waves this was beautiful it was brutal this year for for heat it was like 38 degrees at one point yeah it was hotter than florida i was looking at the temperature and i'm like what is going on in japan i was like i, I thought we were going to go to florida and it was going to be hot and humid and, and japan was actually worse this year Mm-hmm. it was just bad it was really bad all around so i i imagine next year probably just as bad yeah i agree um and yes and uh, like we said it's typhoon season typhoon season typically lasts until september so september can be hit or miss mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just kind of keep an eye out, I guess. It's, re- it's really tough, like to predict the weather, of course, so far out. It's, it's not easy. You never know what's <laughs> going to happen. I would say early December is a pretty good time to go, actually. Early December. Yeah, that's true. It's not too cold. It's right before, um, the New Year's holiday. So everybody's doing their big cleaning. They're doing their work stuff before the end of the year. And it's uh, people are not on vacation yet, so early December is actually a pretty nice time to come. Mm-hmm. And but not after the twenty fifth. Not after the twenty fifth, like earlier, earlier in the month. Yeah, after the twenty fifth, everyone is gets into New Year's mode. That's right. And New New Year's is a big deal in Japan, mm-hmm. so it's like everyone is off, and so the parks are going to be busy during that time. Um, and also the end of October has turned into a bad time to visit in terms of crowds. Yeah. Um, this past, like the last couple weekends, the parks have reached capacity over the weekends, See, but I, which yeah. doesn't happen too often anymore. Not anymore. And the thing is like, there has been like a new Halloween. I mean, but I feel like it's Disney sea that's been hitting capacity, but like, um, I, I talked to a friend who was visiting during this time and he said the weekdays were fine. So it seems like it's only the weekends. Yeah. And it's been kind of leaking to Mondays and Fridays as well. Like they're not as busy as the weekends, but they're still pretty busy for weekdays. Mm-hmm. So if you visit Tuesday through Thursday in October, it's usually pretty okay. Um, I think what's happening, like this is just a theory. I have, I have no evidence to really back this up. But since they allowed people to wear costumes mm-hmm. any day during the event now, yeah, um, I think we're seeing people who like work like, you know, service jobs or stuff like that. So they come on a Monday because that's their day off uh, or they come on a Friday. That's their day off. So we're seeing an influx of people. Yeah. Instead of before Halloween costumes were only at Disneyland and only at the first week of the event and the last week of the event. Mm-hmm. So now it's kind of spread out. So I think I think that's what's happening. No, that's absolutely it. You're right. Yeah. So and Halloween's a very popular event. Because people love dressing up here. 
just like, you know, just like anywhere else. It's not like Japan's unique in that sense, but people just like, they go all out here for that. Yeah, so it's a cool time to visit like Japan in general. It is. You know? Yeah. So if you can, you know, figure it out. Okay. You're good. And um, one good thing that we, uh, like I always say, if you want to, you can do both Halloween and Christmas if you time it right. Come at the end of October, do a couple days for Halloween. And then after that, go do some other stuff in either in Tokyo or travel around Japan a little bit. Then come back a week later and Christmas will have started. That's right. So you can do both. Why not? Um. So in terms of the city for just like Tokyo itself, like easily four days or more. Easily. And that's can... not counting day trips. No, not at all. This is just like staying in Tokyo itself. There is so much to do here. Like seriously, like you can probably do seven days like comfortably and not run out of things to do. Yeah. Like there's like different sections of Tokyo and everything. Like That's a whole other podcast in itself, but... Like, bare minimum, I would say four days. Minimum. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, easily four days. And do the day trips. Stay longer for the day trips. Go to Hakone, especially Hakone. I love Hakone. Go to Kamakura. Go to... There's so many different places you can go to. And it's right yeah, there. Hakone, Hakone, Nikko. Nikko's Kamakura. nice. My son just came back from Nikko. Oh, I was there the other day. It's nice, right? Yeah, it's starting to change. The The leaves change. It's lovely. Like... The, the leaves are nice. Like the autumn foliage is really nice this time of year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, nice and red and orange and yellow, and green. It's just, oh, it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful time of the year. Um, it's a good alternate or alternative to cherry blossoms. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And this is the time of year in Japan, too, that everyone loves to eat. So, you know, good food all around, good drinks, you know. Such good food. <laughs> Oh, okay. So I, I need to talk really quick about this because I'm going to forget. Okay. So I was up in Nikko the other day. So Nikko is just north of Tokyo. It's about a two-hour train ride by express. Um, there's a bunch of World Heritage sites up there. Mm-hmm. And probably the most famous, at least to me anyway, is the hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. Oh, sure. Monkeys yeah. are up there, like the carvings. So those are up there. Um, but this is food-related. Right outside the Tobu Nikko... Nico train station mm-hmm. there's this little um like strip mall i guess and there's this little stand and they sell deep fried deep fried manju <gasps> so yummy so manju is typically like a mochi type dessert which is like pounded rice with um red bean paste in it mm-hmm. like kind of like a version of that so they take that and they deep fry it and then they put salt on top of it. And oh my goodness, it is so good. It is so, so good. And I guess it was made famous by Matsuko Deluxe, which is a, she is a drag queen comedian on TV. She's pretty amazing. Very famous. Yeah. Very famous. Yeah. If you just type in Matsuko Deluxe, she'll pop up. <laughs> like chances are, if you've been to Japan before, you probably saw something with her in it. Um, anyway, I guess she had something from there or had the that manju from there and now it's famous because it's on tv awesome so i I just want to share that little that little snippet of my trip (laughs) (laughs) um and then yeah so tokyo disney resort universal studios japan so i guess the best and worst times kind of apply 
from Tokyo Disney Resort to Universal Studios Japan as well. Yeah. Pretty much the same thing across that's, the board. That's where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> so when are you going? We're going in the summer. I think in um I think in May. Okay. So May- well the cool Japan stuff will be on. That's why we're going. So my son, um I think I probably talked about this before. He likes the Attack on Titan show. Oh yeah, so they're they're bringing it back, I think, this they're year? They're bringing it back. We were actually there when they had it before, but he wasn't into oh, so it yet. So we oh, missed it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shingeki no Kyojin, it's called in Japanese. That's yeah. right. I know that very well. <laughs> oh, so, they're, so they're bringing that back. They're okay, bringing good. it back. And um, so this year we're going to do it. Oh, good. That's fun. Yeah, they, they've they said some stuff for Cool Japan. They haven't given the full lineup yet. They haven't announced the attractions but... and stuff yet. No, but we know there's the Attack on Titans coming back. Um, they're doing Lupin the Third. I love Lupin which the is Third. A very famous anime. Like, ask any Japanese person, they know what it is. And Conan, I think, is coming back. He is, yeah. Conan the Detective. And then that's all we know. Mm-hmm. So, Sailor Moon might come back. She's going to be know. there. She's going to be there. She was on the logo. She is? Yeah, when we checked the website. Okay, well, then, yeah, she definitely I want that popcorn bucket of, like, her handbag. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really That's cute so this cute. year when they did that. Um, so, for yeah, University of Japan, one day is good. One day is good. I agree. Um, I mean, if you really want to, you could stretch it out to two. If you want to do things like super leisurely, because we did one day, we were pretty hardcore. Um, so, if you want to take it easy, you could do two days, but there's so much to do um, in the city and everything. It's it's really up to you. I mean, how much? I mean, if you're a local, if you live in Japan, two days would be fine. If you're visiting from out of the country, I would, I would say one day. Yeah, and also um, our affiliate Kluke, uh, they do sell a one and a half day ticket. That would be perfect. So how that works is you go in after three p.m. on the first day and stay until closing. Closing is usually around eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Um, so it closes a little bit early, and then you get to go in for the full day the next day. So that's also a good way to do it, too, if you want to try that out. I always say that's the ideal ticket. Do the first day, like the half day. Do your shopping. Eat the different special menus. And then the, the day that you're there all day, hit the attractions hardcore. Do the different entertainment. And that would be perfect. Yeah. And then also with the one day, too, um, if you do the express pass, then it just makes everything really easy. You I would recommend that. When we went last year, and it was during peak season, it was during summer. We did the express pass, and it's it yeah. Saved I've done us. it with, I've done it with and without before, and it definitely depends on when you're visiting. Yeah, if you're going during um, the non-peak season, it's fine. But yeah, if you're going during a busy time, then yeah, you definitely need to do you it. You need it. It, may, it. Let me tell you, it's worth it. Like, and and you know, we were talking. We're like, I'm telling my husband. That's what the the saying means. Time is money, you know, and, and sometimes it's worth it to spend the extra money just because you need to get things done within a certain amount of time, you know? Yeah, that's very true. And then uh, for the city itself, so University of Japan is in Osaka, which is in the middle of Japan. For Osaka, I would say two days minimum for Osaka. Yeah. You can easily do more. You can easily do three if you really wanted to. Um and Osaka is a good hub to go to other parts nearby in Japan. So, of course, there's Kobe, there's Hiroshima, which I think everyone should go to at least once in their lives. Absolutely. Um, the memorial 
Um, I think the the atomic bomb memorial. I think everyone needs to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, we won't go into that. It's a little somber, but you know, er- everyone needs to see that. I, I think. And, and, and then the of people course, there are very warm and kind people. Oh yeah. You know, and and, this, and the, the other parts are also really lovely as well. The food is really good. I mean, Hiroshima has so much to offer. And there's Miyajima is there too. Yeah. The the tori in the water. Um, or like, you know, the, the gate in the water, I should say. The, tori is the Japanese name um, in the thing in the water. And then, of course, there's Kyoto, which everyone knows about. Okay, so Kyoto. A word of warning about Kyoto. Kyoto is kind of a nightmare right now. Yeah, it's turned into a really big... It's all... There's... Uh, I, I have no nice way to say this without sounding bad. Um, there's a lot of tourists there now. It's it's and... it's 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 really bad, you guys. Like we had friends that um, were visiting recently, and um, like the daughter came earlier, and the mother was going to come a, a little bit after. And the daughter was at Kyoto, and she's like, we can't, because they had planned to go back again with, with the mother. She's like, no, 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 it's really bad. And they ended up skipping the second trip that they were going to make there because it's just, it's a nightmare right now. And there's so many other beautiful places in Japan that don't get the tourist traffic that are also really nice. So there's a lot of other places to visit, but Kyoto is just so such a nightmare right now. Yeah, it's best to visit like on really off-peak seasons for Kyoto. Mm-hmm. Um, and do everything like if you, if you are going to kill, like I think people should go, but of course, look into alternatives as well. Um, but if you do go, do everything as early as possible. Yeah, don't and, you can't use the buses, the buses are unusable right now. You cannot use bicycles. I would do a private taxi if you can afford it, um, or do a tour just for ease of movement. Yeah, it's becoming very congested there because Kyoto's an old city and it wasn't built for the influx that's happening currently right now. So that's that's kind of, I, I guess, a, a little bit of a warning. So just like be prepared for that right. if, you, if you do end up going. Okay, so I think, yeah, we covered everything. Went to visit. It was like a like a it's like a cheat sheet podcast episode, I guess. Yeah. In a way. Now you know. So that's good. So like that's like the biggest thing for for most um, people is figuring out when to go. It's so, so hard hopefully... too because some of the really lovely times, like cherry blossom season or autumn when the foliage is changing, is also some of the most crowded. So it depends on what you want to see, what you want to accomplish, what you have time to to get done. You know. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, just sit down, look at the dates, check holidays and stuff, and follow the advice that we give you, and you'll be good. You really will be. Um, so we have a, a listener question from uh, Carrie. Hey, Carrie. And Carrie says... Heading to Tokyo Disney for the first time next year, and as we are big Disney fans, we are keen to know more about any character dining options available. We usually go to Walt Disney World and are used to having many options to dine with the characters. Is this the same in Tokyo? Especially keen for options that involve meeting the Fab Five. Thanks. Love the podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't have a lot of options for character dining. Which is crazy because people love characters. I think that's why. Yeah. Honestly, because the uh, fans here are a little, can go a little overboard. 
with uh, the characters <laughs> in terms of just like they want that picture. You know, they'll wait four hours to get that picture. You know, like when Betty Chan or uh, Minnie Mouse in her Barry outfit. Oh, I remember. I was there for those days. I was in like, line for that. Like, what is the line? What the line get up to? Like, like six hours? hours or something like that. Six, seven hours. Like something ridiculous. Yeah. And they, there was a point then, actually where her shoes changed. And people are like, oh, no, they changed her shoes because she had um, originally. OK, let me see if I can remember, because this is such a long time ago. I think she had like, was it purple or magenta high heels? And then they changed it to boots. And then everybody was freaking out that her cho- her shoes had changed. So, yeah, it, it gets pretty intense for the character. <laughs> Greetings. Yeah. So I think like that's a theory of mine. Why we don't have a lot of character dining options. You could add more and just upcharge the heck out of it, you know. Yeah, just price people out of it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, anyway, back to the question. <laughs> um, there's not many, but there's some. Um, Well-known is Chef Mickey at uh, the Ambassador Hotel. So that's character dining. Uh, just keep in mind that for breakfast, you have to be a guest at the Disney Ambassador Hotel to book that. Mm-hmm. But then anyone else can book... Um, lunch and dinner which are also character dining so yeah and the chef mickey the breakfast one is really hard to get into oh yeah like like even when you're a guest at the hotel like you have to like make a reservation like as soon as it opens um and then we also have the crystal palace in disneyland which is the buffet and it's only for breakfast and any anyone can book this and it is typically, um, oh, sorry, I, I didn't mention what characters. <laughs> I guess I should mention the characters. <laughs> um, at, at Chef Mickey's, um, it's Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Daisy. Those are the characters that meet, and they're wearing like their chef outfits and stuff. They're really cute outfits. And then from, they're different from they the, are, the other parks. Yeah, they're really cute. And then uh, for Crystal Palace, um, it's Winnie the Pooh and Friends. And that's breakfast only. And then we have the Horizon Bay. Um, or like, I guess lunch, dinner thing. Um, but Horizon Bay is essentially two restaurants, kind of. Mm-hmm. One side is just normal dining. Like, it's kind of like, it's a cafeteria style. So you just go up and order and you sit down. That's it. The other side is the character dining, which you have to make a reservation for. They don't take walk-ups for that. Um, none of these take up take walk ups. You have to re- reserve it in advance. And th- the characters there are uh, Mickey, Minnie, and Pluto, and they're wearing Port Discovery outfits, which are really cute. I would say out of those, Horizon Bay has the most unique costumes for the character greeting. Yeah, I would say so too. So the, yeah, you're going to get something very unique with that. Um, and to make reservations, if you have a Disney hotel reservation do it through there because it's all done in english otherwise you're gonna have to do it in japanese which is not easy if you can't Mm -hmm. speak it or read it um and they don't take reservations like walk-up reservations unfortunately for that so it's not easy unfortunately so hopefully that helps carrie (laughs) but thank you for sending in your question at uh Hopefully we helped you out there. And if you go, let us know how it was. You know, we want to hear about your experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Oh, my goodness. We're really, we're really over. But that's okay. This is episode 150. It's bonus time. It's a special episode. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, and we have our park tip here. And this is kind of a tough love. A tough love park <laughs> tip, I, I, I'm going to say. <laughs> Do I detect um, frustration there? <laughs> well, I, I, I understand. Like people, other explorers really want to pick the perfect time to visit and they want to know about dates and stuff. And that I get that. I, 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 I've done that as well. Um, but I just want to say the perfect day doesn't exist. Things happen, man. Things happen. Like a couple of months ago, the kale line stopped during what should have been a not so hectic day for a lot of tourists. And some people got stranded at the station. No one expected that. You never know. Things are unpredictable. Um, and you have to kind of like roll with the punches, right? Yeah. So finding the absolute perfect time to visit in terms of crowds and all that kind of stuff. It's not going to be perfect. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's not going to be perfect. And it's probably going to feel busier to most people anyway. Yeah. Um, Because the crowds are very different in Japan. The way they move Um, is really different. And the things that the the amount of patience people have is quite different as well, I would say. People are very patient in Japan. Sometimes to my frustration and probably yours. It's like um, (laughs) that that gaman, that that bear it. You have to bear things, you know? Yeah. That's a yeah. That's a very Japanese way of saying it. Yeah, and and so yeah, um, people will wait. People will wait. But you know what? Um, they're they're waiting for something good, right? The parks are a really good experience. The attractions are always in perfect working order. I mean, for the most part, like knock on wood. I mean, usually, I mean, especially compared to the other Disney parks around the world, the the amount of maintenance we do is a lot. Um, so and if something's down for maintenance, that's why you know, right? Sometimes things are down for maintenance. It's it's a, everything's perfect when you actually ride it or experience it, right? <laughs> That's um, true. Sometimes bad weather happens. Sometimes people have sports day and all of a sudden there's a million kids in the parks. So the, the patterns change. But in general, if you visit the website, if you check out the YouTube videos, if you're listening to this podcast, which you are, you're in a much better position than most people. Yeah. The fact that you're right now listening to us on your way to work or on the bus or on the train or you're at work listening to us when you should be doing work, but you're listening to us anyway. (laughs) So thank you. Um, The fact that you're doing all that, you are more than prepared than most people that are going to be there when you go. So you're going to, you're going to move through the park pretty good. Um, And if you do find yourself there on a crowded day, unexpectedly, don't let it ruin your day. Enjoy those atmosphere performances that are going on. Go to the Penny Arcade and have some fun there. Like, get get away from the crowds for a bit. Go have tea at the at the um, Dreamers Lounge in the Disneyland Hotel and just like kind of like relax for a moment, step away from things, and then go back and hit it hard again. You know, it's an experience, and and even a hard day. That's an experience. It's an interesting experience. You know, so enjoy it and and, and learn and go. Oh wow, this is so interesting, or this is so crazy, and and have a good time with it. Laugh it off. You know. Hmm. And I would say, like, make your like top three things that you need, you need to do at each park. Yeah. And then if you get those done, then you can feel good. That's what I. That's what it. I always do with the kids. I go to the kids before we go because we'll sometimes go in big groups of like ten people. I'm like, look, each of you kids, give me three things you have to do, no matter what. If you do this, 
you're good. And then they give me their th- three things and I'm like, okay, what are the other attractions on top of that? We'll try to fit those in. And we get those three things done and we feel good. We feel accomplished. You know, we go and we have the food that they want to have. We buy the souvenir that they wanted to buy. And and if you accomplish that, everything else is bonus. Everything else is like the cherry on top of the sundae. Exactly. So there's a lot of ways to manage it. There really is. And like I said, don't stress about finding the absolute perfect day to visit. It doesn't exist. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, and just see what works for your travel schedule because everyone's travel schedule is different. Everyone travels differently, right? Mm-hmm. So the advice we give doesn't work for everybody. There's no way we could do that. Oh, for but we sure. Tried, yeah. We try our best to give you like we we give you enough information so you can figure out what works best for you. Like I said, everyone travels differently. Um, and yeah, see what works for your travel schedule and do your best to avoid the holidays and weekends. Like we mentioned countless times and that's the best you can do. Like really that's after that, everything else is out of your control. There could be, a, you know, like you said, there could be 20 school groups that all of a sudden are on a school trip and you can't plan for that. And it does happen. Like, middle of the week, all these kids will just show up all of a sudden and it just skyrockets the wait times. It's school trip season That's... right now, actually. Like, it happens, right? Yeah, it does. And, you know, they're doing their thing. And a lot of the times your plans are probably different from their plans, you know? It's true. But most importantly, enjoy it. Have a good time. Look, let me tell you, we I'm still traumatized from going to Shanghai Disneyland, but we had a blast, okay? We we really did. It was still it was still good. We still enjoyed it. Even though there was like some nightmarish parts, we still really had a great time. And those are memories that we'll always have. We'll be like, oh remember this craziness. And we're like, yeah. You know, so you gotta like take take the bad and roll with it and find the good. Exactly. I yeah. I cannot agree with that more. I really can't. Because I some people do get a little, you know, upset or whatever when it's busy or, what, you know, they find themselves there on a busy day and stuff like that. And it's just not much you can do. It's an experience, man. It is. And the parks, like Disney parks in general, like not just Tokyo Disney, but all the Disney parks and other theme parks like Universal, they're popular for a reason. And tons of people want to enjoy them. For good reason, you know. Sure. So... Anyway, I'm starting to get a little preachy here. <laughs> probably, probably stop. Okay, we're, we're good. Um, but yeah, enjoy it. You're listening to the podcast, watching our videos, reading our content. You're more than prepared. You're good. Don't freak out. Trust me. <laughs> you got this. You got this. Trust me. You do. And if you don't, you can send us some email. No. You can send us questions. <laughs> you can send us at, questions. At contact at tdrexplore.com. I thought you were going to give a there? different email address. <laughs> <laughs> you can email us at don't email me at <laughs> no but if you have like a really crazy time i actually it could be kind of fun you know we should do an episode of like nightmare nightmare stories <laughs> worst day ever like worst day ever at the parks like oh i went and there was like a typhoon and my balloon blew away or something like that or oh no the trains are stopped <laughs> i have to sleep at the station or something you know the i want to okay. you know if you okay so if you've been to the parks and you had like a really insane nightmare experience, send us your nightmare stories. We want to hear it. Yes, do that. Because oh, that, that could be, so be a really fun. amazing episode. That could be. Yes, I like that. Okay, yeah, do that. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. 
Okay, we're really running over time, so we need to um, get this going here. So before before we go, um, want to just say thank you to a bunch of explorers that are contributing to us on Patreon. You get a shout out on the episode if you're pledging five dollars or more. So here we go. Do you want me to go first, um, or you want to go first? Uh, oh no, you decide. Okay, uh, I'll go, I'll go okay. first. So big thank you to Acro Disney Girl. Akie, Alex, Amy, and Amy, there's two Amys, Angela, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Bryson, Carl, Carlos, Carrie, Claire, Claudia, Darren, Dave, David, and Disney It Girl. Okay, and a very spooky thank you to Emily and JP and Jessica and Kathy. Thank you to Lee and Marie. Thank you, Michael and Murray. Thank you, Rosaline and Sophie, Stephanie, Thomas, Timothy, Tomoko. It's all in caps. Tracy, thank you, all of all of you. And I hope you have a very fun Halloween with lots of treats and tricks. And thank you, thank you, thank you always for your contribution. So, yes, thank you so much. And it's so great. And it, it, it really does keep the show going. So we really do appreciate it. So thank you for that. All right, that's it for the show. 150 episodes. We're going to have 150 more. Oh, my goodness. We're going to be old by then. We will. I'm already old. It's too late for me, but it's, it's still, <laughs> there's still time for you. <laughs> <laughs> Save yourself. Save yourself, Chris. <laughs> All right, you can rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure you go and give us a review so we can help other people find the podcast. If you have questions or suggestions for the show, you can send them to us. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. Make sure you tell everybody about us because we're fantastic and awesome. And I, I was almost going to say delicious. I would have been we really We are weird. delicious. <laughs> <laughs> You can find everything we talked about here on our website at tdrexplorer.com. We're on all forms of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, all under TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor of TDR Explorer. And I am the one going to be drinking some nice cocktails at the Teddy Roosevelt Lounge very soon. And joining as always is the beautiful Patricia. I'm going to be the one drinking whiskey out of the 11 out of one of the 11 pumpkins that we've carved 11 pumpkins chris <laughs> all right and you can already see some of those pumpkins i put some of them on instagram you can find me on instagram and on twitter at dream sweets love yeah i am so gonna fill one of those whiskey and just like make my pumpkin cocktail it'll be like the lapu lapu of october Ugh. Okay, well, if you do, you, I need a picture. Oh my god, I will. Or a video, or something. Okay. Okay, okay. Alright, Explorers, until next time. Bye.